Welcome to today's devotional about Matthew chapter 6. Let's begin by reading that passage of Scripture. Be careful not to perform your righteous acts before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by men. Truly, I tell you, they already have their full reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. Truly I tell you, they already have their full reward. But when you pray, go into your inner room, Shut your door and pray to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not babble on like pagans, for they think that by their many words they will be heard. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive yours. When you fast, do not be somber like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have already received their full reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting will not be obvious to men, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? Consider how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles strive after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. 
But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. And this is God's word. Here now is my devotional on this passage. In verses 19 through 21, Jesus talked about materialism. He concluded that section in verse 21 by saying, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. In verse 24, he talked about money and concluded by saying, No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So here in verses 19 through 21, he talks about not storing up treasures on earth. And down here in verse 24, he says, you can't serve God and money. What about this middle section here in verses 22 through 23, where it talks about the eye as the lamp of the body? So when we read verses 22 and 23 about the eye being the lamp of the body, it seems clear that Jesus is still talking about the topic of money and materialism. So what are verses 22 and 23 telling us about money and materialism? Let's read it again. He says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? This doesn't seem to be related to money or materialism on its face. And yet, because it's sandwiched in between those passages that talk about money and materialism, it seems clear that Jesus is still addressing the same topic. So what do verses 22 and 23 tell us about money and materialism? Well, this language about the eye being the lamp of the body is helpful if we think about it in this context of money and materialism. Like windows, your eyes let inside whatever light or darkness is on the outside. If your eyes work properly, your whole body benefits because your eyes will tell you when to duck before you hit your head, or when to step over a shoe that was left in the floor. The eye lets in that light and allows you to make good decisions. Without working eyesight, your whole body, to use the words of verse 23, will be full of darkness. That means if you can't see, you will stumble over everything and bang your noggin on anything that is hanging too low. So what determines where your heart is in verse 21, or whether you hate one master and love the other, as Jesus talked about in verses 24 and 25? What determines those things? The answer is, whatever your eyes are focused on. The point of verses 22 and 23, then, is to be careful about what holds your concentration. If you spend your time looking at catalogs of expensive watches, browsing elegant homes online that are for sale, looking at the pay scale for jobs on LinkedIn for a job that will pay more than yours does, or test driving new cars all the time, you will start to treasure materialism and money. If you focus on material things and money, that focus both shows what you love, but it also feeds that love. If you focus on Jesus, however, your love will change too. You will think less about expensive new shoes and more about how to serve the Lord. So the lesson of this passage is pretty simple. Watch what you watch. That's what Jesus is telling us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24. Watch where your gaze is. Watch what you're focused on. Watch what your concentration is. The more you put your mind in any place, 
the more your heart will be drawn toward that thing. And that includes your walk with God. The more you put your focus and concentration on Jesus, the more you will be drawn to love and to serve him. So let me ask you, where does your mind go? Or where does your focus go? Where does your phone go when you have some free time? When you have some free moments of your own? When you're daydreaming or distracted, what do you think about? Or where do you point your web browser? The things of the Lord, the things that will help you grow in your Christian life, will let light into your body. They will let light into your mind. They will lead you in a way that pleases God. So watch what you watch. That's the message of Matthew 6, verses 19 through 24. May God bless you and hope you have a great day.